Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, welcome to your Hollywood Crime Scene mini episode. Hello. Hi, Desi. Welcome. We got some news stories this week. Okay. Our first is from the New York Post. Mm. Mucinex mascot, Mr. Mucus, has officially become a sex symbol. Oh, no. I'm upset by this headline. I haven't read the article, but I was so outraged I had to save this article. Well, didn't someone we know write an article about this in Rolling Stone? Yes. So I'm not, did he start this nonsense or honestly <laughs> that sounds like something he would do yes <laughs> i'm just wondering which came first <laughs> i just feel like sometimes people go a little too far with like certain characters that are horny like mr Musinix, like maybe he's horny but he's not hot is this character like just one of those snot gobules or whatever he's Flem? disgusting yeah he's a pig it's like at least an M&M is clean and smooth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want a fucking M&M. Yeah. He's not your... Av- he's... Oh, I hate this. He's not your average heartthrob. No. That's what the mm. New York Post says. Mucinex's mischievous mascot, Mr. Mucus, has officially become a sex symbol. The animated villain who seems to make his sick victims as miserable as possible has gotten an upgrade and social media users have taken note. Mr. Mucus is no longer a two-dimensional animated green blob as seen in the Mucinix commercials. The mascot now has an unverified social media account that introduces a live-action version of the mascot, and that's apparently a turn-on for some people. Okay, this is the type of news story that happens because a bunch of people online are like, is it me or I'll fuck Mr. Mucinex or I want Mr. Mucinex to sit on his face. Like they're joking. Right. And this article is acting like it's a real thing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> no, this happens so much. It's like rare whenever a news source does discourse about online shit and ever like really gets what's going on right. Because usually, yes. and especially, especially that we've talked about this before, whenever there's a news story, like, are teens huffing grasshoppers? And it's like... One tweet. Yeah, one joke tweet where somebody joked about huffing grasshoppers. And then 30, 30 tweets where people are like, this world, you know, get yeah. me out of this planet, off this planet. They've all taken it seriously, too. Yeah, it's like, you're a journalist. Do journalism. Honestly, like in a way, I wish internet stories just wouldn't happen (laughs) because they're 95% of them are just crap. Yeah, it's so stupid. It's so in a now viral video, which was posted to celebrate the new year, shows Mr. Mucus celebrating the start of 2023 by grooving to some tunes. Mm. In 2023, I'm living my sickest life. Here are my flu year's resolutions, reads the video caption. So... There's a, it's just stupid. I'm angry at this story. Right. It does make sense that he's a villain though. Cause people do love a villain. Yeah. Like they're attracted to a sexy villain, but nobody thinks that Mr. Mucinix is hot. No. Even if he does have a wife in this commercial. It's ridiculous. Look, here's a still from it. Yeah. That's not a hot thing. So cartoon honest, character mascot. So honestly, it's not like Tony the Tiger. It's not Tony the Tiger. It's not <laughs> Mr. Clean. Like, yeah. let's just get real for a second. Like, yeah. you're allowed to have like a quirky, offbeat mascot you think is hot, but this is just pushing it over the edge. Right. This is trying too this hard. This is trying way too hard. And I also don't believe this is a real thing. I think people were joking, and this is like what we talk about. Yeah. Where news sources try and make hay of a something that happened on Twitter that's or a TikTok joke. that's a joke. Yeah. That's the real story here, mm-hmm. to be honest. Our next story is from ABC News. Woodpecker stored over 700 pounds of acorns in walls of California home. Wow. This is shocking. I've seen this video and... I'm going to read you. This is from Glen Ellen, California. Okay. I don't know where that is. 
A pest control company had its hands full after a woodpecker's impeccable work caused damage to a home. Oh, it's in Sonoma County. Okay. Nick's extreme pest control was called to the house in Glen Ellen. And here's where it gets nutty. Workers said the woodpecker was making holes to store its food, which kept falling into spaces in the walls. When they cut into the wall, over 700 pounds of acorns were discovered. Wow. Here's a picture of it. Look at this pile of nuts. Holy crap. They just came pouring out of the wall. So he was putting them there and they were falling into the wall and he had to go get more. And he didn't get it finally. Yeah. (laughs) But they were falling down the hole. (laughs) This is a lot of work. And I feel bad for this woodpecker who worked so hard gathering these nuts. This This is not 700 acorns. This is 700 pounds. Right. But he still, he never got a clue. I mean, not that I'm dragging the the woodpecker, but you know what I'm saying? He kept doing it, not realizing they were falling down and kept putting them in the same place. He's kind of a dumb bitch. Yeah, he's a dumb bitch, but I do feel bad because he would never be able to recover these acorns. Yeah, I just feel, I just wanted to show you this picture because it's insane. I just, I do feel bad for the woodpecker that he's not going to get to enjoy the fruits of his labor. They should put them back outside for him and he'd be like, holy shit. Look at all these nuts. (laughs) Remember Woody Woodpecker? Yeah, that's what he says. Um, Oh, this is fucking crazy. This is from Fox 5 New York. Cook County woman charged with stealing $1.5 million in chicken wings from school district. $1.5 million? How many wings is that? Jesus Christ, that's like... 150,000 wings. I have no idea. (laughs) That's so many, though. That's a lot of money. Bond was set at $150,000 Thursday for a Dalton woman accused of stealing over $1.5 million of food, primarily chicken wings, while working as a consultant for a school district in south suburban Cook County. Vera Liddell, 66, began working as the director of food services for Harvey School District, 152 in July of 2020. Damn. According to a proffer from her bond hearing. Between July 2020 and February 2022, the prosecutor said Liddell placed hundreds of unauthorized orders for food items, including 11,000 cases of chicken wings. She loves chicken wings. What was she doing with it? You can't possibly eat that many chicken wings, can you? (laughs) Maybe she was reselling them. The orders were placed separately from the district's legitimate order. So she was like just using this account. She's using their account. And then you're right. Maybe she's selling them to like small restaurants or something. Because that's so many chicken wings. This is a a whole operation. I know. That's why I was shocked to find she's only been doing it for like two years. Yeah. Uh, Because that's, you know, I was like, oh, maybe she is eating it or for her family. But this is way too much. The article continues, the massive fraud began at the height of COVID during a time when students were not allowed to be physically present in school. Even though the children were learning remotely, the school district continued to provide meals for students that their families could pick up. Believing the orders were genuine, Gordon Food Service billed Harvey School District 152, which then paid for the food items, according to court records. Liddell would then allegedly use one of the school's di- school district's cargo vans to pick up and transport the stolen food. She's, wow. She's transporting all those chicken wings. She, and she used their own van. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> <laughs> A routine mid-year audit conducted by the district's business manager in January 2022 showed the food service department had exceeded its annual budget by over $300,000. Damn. Despite being only halfway through the school year. Prosecutors said Liddell was the only person responsible for placing food orders on behalf of the district. They always get busted for be- by being too greedy. It's a you little know? too much. She could have done maybe uh, $10,000 worth of chicken wings. Or she should have known the budget and kept it within that. Right, just you know a what I mean? little over. Yeah. We're giving crime tips. Crime tips, crime tips. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I, w- I need to go to the school district that gives you chicken wings for lunch. <laughs> Yeah, I, I never ate a chicken wing. No, at school. I'm just curious. Are they, are they buffalo style? I, like, are they buffalo? I want them hot. I want hot wings. Hot and spicy wings for lunch. Did you have lunch at your school? I mean, I definitely did. 
within my lifetime. <laughs> it wasn't like a regular thing. Right. I don't remember, but it was basic fare. I mean, it was, do you know what I mean? Yeah. We had like at middle in middle school and elementary school, we had like certain days where like you could sign up to be like, oh, it's pizza day. Yeah. And like every kid basically signed up for pizza day. I definitely had more of the traditional lunch line kind of stuff. Yeah. Where you would get whatever. Slop. You had like the, the pizza with the fucking little rabbit pellet sausages on Ugh. it. Ugh. Like that kind of stuff. Yeah. It was not like good pizza. There was a cafeteria at high school. That was like a pizza party would be like a, something we got for winning, so, like doing something good. We'd oh, get a pizza party. Like I, that was a thing. Yeah. We had pizza like every Friday. If you were signed up to get pizza, but it was always those bullshit, like really thin slice domino pizza. Yeah. You can get like two slices. I think I mostly brought my lunch. Yeah. Because, you know. But chicken wings would have been tight. I could, yeah. So it doesn't say here what she was doing with the wings. I think she was probably selling them on the side. She had to be, right? Because that's the only reason worth doing something that big of a scam. Because you can't eat all of those. And then she's getting like, whatever, $100,000 profit, right? Possibly. I mean, well, she stole... If she stole three hundred, no, oh one point five, one point five million worth of chicken wings. So you got to think she's selling them at a discount, yeah. right? So maybe she's getting almost a million. Who knows? That's well, a lot. That, that's definitely a lot of money. Although I would love to hear that she did eat them all. <laughs> <laughs> that's all she eats, and that's the secret to her long life. If she ate them all, free her. Yeah. Because that's impressive. We'll start a free movement yeah. for her. <laughs> for her. 66-year-old lunch lady whose secret <laughs> to longevity and good skin is that she eats $1,000 worth of chicken wings per day. Right. <laughs> that's all she eats. That's all she eats. Yeah. I love it. Uh, this story is from Yahoo. When was the last time you went to Yahoo? I can't even remember. Well, it's also from CBS News, hmm. but I'm on Yahoo. Woman mistakenly pronounced dead was found alive in a body bag. Oof. That would be scary. I think this is a lot of people's worst nightmares. Yeah, because it happens more than you would think it happens. (laughs) Right? I believe we've had this story before. It happens too many times. It should never happen. Even if it happens two times a year, that's too many times. Because how does it happen? It's weird. It's so weird. Didn't, Didn't that happen on... An episode of Six Feet Under. Am I hallucinating? It, it's possible. You saw it sooner, like more recently than I did. It happened on some show. I'm sure it did because they took things from headline. Like mm-hmm. they took stories that happened. Right. An Iowa care facility is facing fines totaling $10,000 after mistakenly pronouncing a 66-year-old resident dead and having her transported to a funeral home where she woke up gasping for air. A new report from the Iowa Department of Inspections and Appeals released on February 1st, 2023 and first reported by CBS affiliate KCCI details the series of events that led up to the woman being mistakenly pronounced dead. The unidentified resident who had been at the Glen Oaks Alzheimer's Special Care Center since December of 2021 was moved into hospice care at the facility on December 28, 2022 because of, quote, senile degeneration of the brain. While in hospice care, comfort measures were taken. Over the course of several days, staff members recorded occurrences of diminished lung sounds and minor seizures. On January 3rd, 2023, the woman was pronounced dead at 6 a.m. after an employee identified as Staff C said that, quote, she did not feel a pulse and found the, quote, resident was not breathing at the time. The staff member notified a licensed practical nurse. The woman's family was alerted and a local funeral home was called. A funeral director arrived shortly after... 7 30 a.m. and with the assistance of another nurse identified as lpnd the resident was placed in a body bag which was zipped shut the funeral director left the facility shortly afterward at 8 26 a.m employees at the ankeny funeral home and crematory unzipped the bag they quote observed the resident's chest moving and she gasped for air <gasps> 
The funeral home then called 911 and the care facility. When EMS responded, they were able to record a pulse and breathing, but there was no eye movement and no verbal response. The same day, the resident was returned to the care facility. She passed away early in the morning of January 5th with her family at her side. We have been in close communication with the family of the resident, and we just completed an investigation by the Department of Inspections and Appeals regarding the matter. Linda Eastman, the facility's executive director, told CBS News, We care deeply for our residents and remain fully committed to supporting their end-of-life care. All employees undergo regular training so that they can best support end-of-life care and death of our residents. That's scary. Yeah. I mean, it seems like she was in hospice care, so she was probably really low-level heart rate and breathing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But still, there should be a definitive test for that, right? <laughs> like, like, if you're listening to someone for someone's heartbeat, even if it's really slowing down, you don't have to, you can wait a little bit and see what's going on. Yeah. Right? Or I, isn't there electronic monitors as well? I don't know. I mean, it's like you got to feel really bad if you're the nurse who made that call. Well, it's like, it's not like it's us deciding. Right. We have zero training. And right. I feel like she seems dead, maybe. <laughs> like, it's, you know, there's like multiple people that saw this woman because right. it had the, pra- the nurse practitioner. Then you had the funeral home person. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like I heard somewhere in olden times that to determine if someone was dead, they'd put a little mirror up to their nose yes, to see if it fogged. Yeah. That's like a really old-timey trick. Right. But I wonder if that would have worked with her if she had slowed down so much. Yeah, if she would have I don't know. fogged up that mirror at Who all. Who knows? I mean, it's very weird and sad. Yeah. At Hopefully least- she wasn't very conscious of it. Ugh, I know. What a sad story. Wow. What a, what a great story to end our, our news stories on. The other news story is that if you hear music playing in the background right now, it's fine. It's just my neighbors having a daytime party. Um, I did want to mention, because we didn't do a many like last week or whatever, that Sierra Mist is closing down. Like, like they're not going to have Sierra Mist anymore at Taco Bell. They're replacing oh, yeah. it with another lemon lime. So, yeah. Right after we talked about it. We are tastemakers. We- <laughs> Yeah, right after we spent an episode dunking on Sierra Mist, they uh, shut down. Or they end. What if we why, have an enemy? Why can't I think of the fucking... Um, why can't I think of the name of the new thing? It's like Sparkle or something. It has a weird it name. It has a weird name, and it's like also something I've never heard of. But maybe we have an enemy now at Sierra Mist, because they're like, wow. It's your we fault. We were doing great, and now Taco Bell dropped us after that episode. Because we we got dunked on so hard, or <laughs> or there's a Sierra Miss Stan, yeah, who listen to who listens to the show, who thinks that we're responsible. Yeah, so look for Sparkle. Well, I just made that up. No, but it is something like that. Wait, the drink. Okay, what is it called? I'm looking it up right now. This is great preparation on my lemon part. lime. It's gonna be a lemon lime. Oh, it's called Starry. Starry. This is from today. Rest in peace, Sierra Mist. Pepsi is ditching it for a new lemon-lime soda. Why? Why? I mean, it's a cute logo, but why? But I wonder why not just change the formula. Because isn't Sierra Mist lemon-lime? Yeah. They're all, they have so many lemon-lime sodas. Who knows why corporations do things? It's corporate brain. It's corporate brain. Instead of updating the formula or whatever, People seem to like Sierra Mist. It's been around for a while, even though it's the third biggest uh, lemon lime soda. Right. That no one really wants, <laughs> but you have no choice at Taco Bell. I think 7-Up's my favorite of the lemon lime sodas. Um, I would love to do a taste test. Yeah. Sometimes I truly don't know the difference. I don't drink soda that much. Yeah, I don't Where either. I would notice like a difference probably, um, but I feel like I like 7-Up the best. I'm also not a... Coke versus Pepsi elitist either. I really don't care. If they have Pepsi, it's fine. I I prefer Coke aesthetically. I like the logo more <laughs> and I like the name more. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I just like, uh, I like that better. Yeah. But I don't really care. Like, I'll get Pepsi. I'm not going to be I'm not going to be devastated. And um, I mean, my favorite soda is like, I love um, ginger ale. Me too. Like, as far as non-cola 
yeah. drink. Like, I'm, that I'm would a be ginger like. ale bitch. Uh, and I love, I do love Coke, Mexican Coke in a bottle. Like, yeah, that is my favorite cola. That's the best one. It's so good. I think that's the best um, one. But yeah, I mean, I also love Dr. Pepper. Yeah. I don't know. That's like a Southern thing, I think. I haven't had Dr. Pepper in a long time, but I do enjoy it. <laughs> but I, yeah, like I said, I don't have, I don't drink soda much, but I do occasionally get one, especially if it's a Mexican Coke in a bottle. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. I don't drink it that much though. If I'm having a burger and fries, I need a soda. I'm not an anti-soda person. I just don't drink that much soda. I don't either. But some people are like soda heads. Like I know, I've known people who like in the morning, they drink a big gulp. Oh God. Like all of my aunts growing up, that was their first thing. <laughs> Di- Diet Coke in the morning. That's and like they're crazy gonna, they to They would me. be like, I'm going to faint. I'm going to faint if I don't have a Diet Coke. I'm going to faint. I was like, no, you're going to faint because you don't eat healthy. Right. You need to eat some breakfast, right. not a Diet Coke. You, you drink caffeine all day. That makes you feel bad. That's crazy to me. No, they would faint if they didn't have a Diet Coke. Even, they never fainted. Even though that's a very, it seems like that's like a more common thing than you would think in America, that people drink soda for breakfast, but it's insane to me. Oh, it's it's crazy. And not it's even, not even orange soda. Not even <laughs> like orange juice. <laughs> yeah. But it's not even that it's unhealthy. It's just the idea of having a sugary, bubbly beverage first thing in the morning as opposed to like hot black coffee for me is weird. Well... I mean, I guess I forget that that soda has caffeine. Yeah, but I like I like coffee in the morning because uh, I've there's been several times where I have a late diet coke and then I'm screwed because um, I forget that it's caffeinated and yeah. I'm like ah fuck like yeah and now I'm like fucking wired. Um, but yeah, no, it's crazy. That's like a definite childhood memory where I was just like, what is that? Yeah, the big huge soda, the big gulp. Yeah, or whatever. The super big sized. Gulp is so funny. Such to a me. massive diet coke to be sucking so on big. all day, yeah. all day long. They do it all day. It's crazy uh, to me. Like yeah. I could never. No, I have a friend. And I enjoy. I have a friend who's a big gulp head. No, people love it. I mean, it's just not. I didn't grow. I I didn't drink it. I like a bubbly water. Yeah, with maybe some flavor. Maybe a little flavor, like a spindrift. I love a spindrift. Me too. Anyway, we'll be right back. Bye. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. So Desi, yes. I, I, I'm caught up on The Last of Us. Okay. No, there's only four episodes, so it wasn't difficult to do. I'm not, I didn't watch last night, so I'm watching it tonight. But I think everyone can agree, especially according to the internet, that episode three was the best episode of the show. Yeah, so far. Yeah, I mean, for sure. Everyone loved that episode. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I cried. I cried too. It was very well done. It was, um, it was great. It was a great story. Yeah. I mean, I wish that was the whole show. I know. Just different vignettes. <laughs> People's I, lives. I am kind of sad that those, yeah, I, I, I wanted more of that story. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I liked it the way it was, I guess. It's nice to see it and we got everything we needed to know. That's basically. true. Um, also, I'm really happy because that is one of my favorite Linda Ronstadt songs. And someone asked us what is our karaoke go-tos or whatever. And that was when I was sort of thinking of doing a karaoke. I was like, because I said, I think I said Linda Ronstadt songs. And that was one of them. Yeah. But I never did it because uh, COVID happened. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe one day. Yeah. So it was good to see that song sort of be highlighted in the show. Yeah. Because it is a good one. Um, yeah. I'm gonna. I'm excited to watch tonight's. I guess we'll be back on the journey between Pedro Pascal, my future husband, and the child. Lady Mormont. Lady Mormont. From, from Game of Thrones. <laughs> Whatever her name is. She's, Ellie. She's really great, but she'll always be Lady Mormont to me. Yeah. I mean, it's like one of those characters where it's like she's annoying, so you're kind of supposed to be irritated with her. Yeah. 
but there is. But a, it's like the it's you know okay, what is expected. There's a moment at the end of the episode where she tells a really bad joke to Pedro Pascal, and I made me laugh out loud. Oh, because it's just such a sweet moment. Yeah, I mean he's really great in this. Yeah, I think he's very hot. Oh my god, um, Prince he's of so Dorn and Lady Mormont together <laughs> at last. Yeah, I'm glad he uh, got another big role. Like a lead role. Yeah. Um, he definitely deserves it. So now I'm excited to my, watch tonight. My thought, though, was because Cordyceps is like the villain or one of the villains. In you mean this, the mushrooms? The mushrooms. Cordy- Cordyceps. <laughs> but, no, but I bring up Cordyceps specifically because over the past several years, Cordyceps supplements have become really popular. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. In like the wellness industry. Okay, that's people, why I don't know it. People are all about Cordyceps and like different kind, like various like kind of fungi adjacent things. Well, now who's in trouble? Not me for not being well. <laughs> I just wondered, I'm just very curious if after the show, and the show seems like it's a big hit, if the Cordyceps industrial complex is going to see... Suffer. If they're going to suffer because people are afraid to eat mushrooms. Supposedly... You, they can't survive in the human body, right? Yeah. And Yet. then what, something happens <laughs> in this show where they are able to, um, for whatever reason, global warming, whatever, yeah. they're able to survive in a warmer uh, environment. But yeah, that's kind of creepy. Like, I didn't. I had never heard of it. Yeah, it's like last night. I was I was eating a mushroom pizza while I watched last night. So that's what made me think of it because I kind of took a I like took a pause I re- when I realized oh I'm eating pizza with mushrooms on it and this is a show that's like yeah very you're supposed to be very afraid of mushrooms I guess I just don't relate to them being mushrooms like it's not in my the forefront <laughs> do you know what I mean because it doesn't look like mushrooms yeah it's weirder looking it's but fungus. I guess it's a fungus. Um, and I don't really think of them as the edible, they're the not, ones we eat. They're not cremini mushrooms. No, their heads of the people infected aren't like a big mushroom cap. They, well, that would be funny. <laughs> that would maybe make me more upset. Although I did laugh. I did laugh the first time I saw a mushroom-headed person or a fungus-headed person in the show because it was so absurd looking. Yes. I mean, it's scary. It looks scary, but it was absurd. The thing that's scary to me is how they go underground and connect to other parts yeah. of the world or They're like fucked. the area. Everyone's it's, uh, fucked in this universe. Yeah. They really got to get that girl to that place wherever they're going. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying it. Obviously, I'm still watching Criminal Minds season 13 now, almost at the end of Jesus. the original run. And then I'm going to move on to finally the evolution, evolution, the 16th season. Mm. Yeah. Have you been watching anymore? I have. So I'll have a recap for the next after show. Yeah. Talk about those episodes. Good. Um, I'm also started... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I watched some more things this week. Oh, what? I finally watched Tar. Have you seen Tar yet? No, I'm going to watch it though. Oh, it's good. Yeah, I want to watch it. I love Todd Fields. It's very long and I enjoyed it. Okay. It's on my list to watch. Kate Blanchett is just as great as they say she is in this film. She's the best. Yeah. She's great. I mean, can't you can't dunk on her. I really She's liked unsalable. It. I really <laughs> I really liked Tar. Yeah. No, I definitely keep meaning to watch it. I also have access to Plane now. So I'm going to watch that. I was going to I thought about watching that the other night, but it's like $20 to rent it. Oh, you know what I watched? I don't think I talked about was Megan. I haven't seen it yet. It's very mid. What? I'm not kidding. Oh my God. That's going to be a scandalous I don't think it's scandalous. This movie... I'm just saying the response on Twitter has been like, this is the best movie. Really? I find that hard to believe. From what I... The trailer... I think the trailer people went apeshit for. Maybe it's just my feed, but I feel like I've oh. seen everyone talk about how much they love Megan. I mean, if you like a movie that goes exactly where you think it's going to go with no new twist on it, then you'll love it, I guess. Because <laughs> it's exactly what it you've seen a million times before. It's like it's, For me, it's not near scary enough or camp enough. And to, that's sort of the fail for me. To be honest, 
I was a bit disappointed when I found out it was PG-13. Because that's the kind of movie where you want insane, brutal violence. Exactly. So it's like, in, this type of thing has been done before. We've seen computer things go crazy, or we, we, the invention turns on us, right? Like, that is a very common thing. So what are you bringing new to the table? It needs to go to, like, an 11 in either the violence or the camp aspect of it. Gonna, and it just doesn't hit it. I'm going to give you a recommendation uh, that's about a killer robot that is not Megan, but it's a very underrated 80s horror movie called D- Deadly Friend. I think I've seen this. And it's with Christy Swanson. Yes. And that movie is like the level of over-the-top violence that you need in a, yeah. in a killer robot movie. I just don't see what this brings new to the table. It's like it's like obviously very well done yeah, and acted sorry. and all of that, but you're just kind of like, you keep waiting for something more. Like, I can't explain it. It's not like bad. It's just like, eh, okay, I saw it. Like the commercial, the trailers made it look like it's going to be way campier. Yeah. And that's why I think people were like, hell yeah. Because I was like, I was excited to see this movie because I didn't care if it was a bad movie. Yeah. I, I like that kind of thing. And it just wasn't enough for me. I don't know. Interesting. Well, so we'll am, see what you think. I'm, I'm going to watch it soon. Yeah, it's definitely worth watching. It's short. It's not going to take up a lot of your time. It's fine. Yeah. Um, The other thing I wanted to mention is that I do have a, I have been listening to a podcast. It's not like a new podcast. It's one I've listened to, but I haven't listened to this latest season. And that is, uh, you must remember this did a series on erotic eighties. Oh, and it's really good. I'm only on, so they each year, each, they go through each year of the 80s. I think it starts like before the 80s um, and each year. So right now I'm on 1980 American Gigolo. And then it goes through all the movies of the 80s per year that were sort of putting sex on film. Yeah. So it's a lot of movies that we like. And it's this, I, I don't know if it dropped yet, but soon the next season will be erotic 90s and it will go through all of those movies. Ooh. But it's very interesting if you're interested in film history sex, um, the politics of sex and porn also play into what's going on in the movies and what they can get away with. So uh, I thought it was interesting. I think it's interesting and I'm working my way through it. Nice. Yeah. That sounds good. Uh, Yeah. So that's all I have. I'm also watching Criminal Minds. I'm not as far as you. No. I'm still doing my housewives. I'm on Atlanta. (laughs) I'm on Atlanta now. I got to be honest. I didn't even watch the uh, part two of the Salt Lake City tell-all because I was so fucking fed up with Heather Gay. I was so furious with her and just the rest of the... Just how the season went, I was like, I don't even fucking care. I didn't even know there was a part two. I'm just listening to Kara's recap on it. I didn't listen to the recap yet. That's what I'll do. Uh, There is a a finale of Potomac, though, that looks really good. So I'm going to definitely watch that um, today or tomorrow. That's the best Housewives franchise for me, (laughs) by far. Oh, in exciting reality TV news for me, the new season of 90 Day Fiance The Other Way is on, and it's great. Oh. It's great. And here's why it's great. Here's one of the reasons it's great, because it's all new cast members. Ooh. So The Other Way franchise, if you're not familiar, it's where the American is moving to a foreign country to be with their partner. Yes. And these cast members are messy. Mm. So, and, and some of them are, some of them are not, I mean, it's just, some of them are very messy. Some of them are like cool. Some of, I mean, it's just interesting because they're new. Yeah. They're new. So it's like, okay, we get a break from fucking Angela and Michael finally. Yes. We don't have to see Andre and Libby. We don't have to see Jovi and Yara. I always enjoy Jenny and Summit, so I'm not I'm not upset when they're on, but it's just nice to have new cast members. Yeah. I mean And the first and the first uh out trans trans cast member on this season. It's a good season. Yeah. I'm excited. I mean it's only been two episodes, but I'm excited. <laughs> okay. So I'm still way behind. There's so ma- there's just so much fucking 90 Day Fiance. Yeah. There's so much. I think you can skip some of the seasons. 
Uh, I could, but then I'll be like, who was this if I missed it? Yeah. <laughs> I do skip storylines yeah. all the time. There's definitely certain storylines. I'm like, this is boring. I think you should just watch this season. The other way? Yeah. Well, I could because... Because it's all, all new, new people. people. For sure. It's um, good. Yeah. I'll work my way There's through it. There's this lady. Ugh. This lady, Danielle. She is... Another she's, Danielle. She's my nemesis, though. Oh. She's awful. She is just terrible personality. Who is there a cast member that has like a severe bob? Yeah. Who is that? I keep seeing pictures of her. She, I was like, oh, that's that cute haircut. Her part her <laughs> partner is in Egypt. Okay, so she's the American. She's the American. She didn't appear on the premiere episode of this season, but she's in episode two. Okay. So I actually haven't watched episode two yet. Oh, I only watched the pilot or the premiere. I mean, which came out last week. Cool. I need to catch up. I've it was busy day yesterday. These TV shows are hard. It's like a lot of work to watch more TV. (laughs) And everyone is. Everyone wants you to watch their TV show too, and it's like I just don't have time. And I'm watching Drag Race too. It's just it's a lot. It is a lot. I, I. we talked about this briefly on the after show about my drag race watching history. And I'm not someone who like watched drag race since the first season of it. Right. Um, and so watching it this season with the truncated hour oh, right. long, yeah, it really sucks. I haven't watched yet. It, I mean, it's, I'm enjoying it because my friends on it, but I'm, it's, I do feel bad for the queens. So you do notice that it's, it seems like short, even, too short. Even someone who's not like a drag race, like someone, sorry, I always have my fucking dryer on when we're recording. Mm. It's my, that's my problem. Even, even someone who doesn't, hasn't watched a ton of drag race, you can feel it. Oh. You can feel it that they're just, the editing is like, and the reason they're doing that is so that they can have that. New show, with, Friends of WeHo, with Todger Call that no one wants. All of those people on that show, I didn't realize they were all sort of semi-famous or well-known in some way. Like even if it's just married to someone famous, yeah. No, no one's happy about it, and everyone wants the two-hour Drag Race back. Well, the thing about Drag Race is you want to have equal amount of time of seeing the guy, you know, the queens kind of like shit talk and yeah. their relationships and the competition stuff. It needs to be both of those things. Yeah, like the runway last week was so short. It was like every outfit got 0.5 seconds. It was oh, bullshit. It's like okay. they I need put, to watch cuz I'll really be able to tell I too. I need you, I need to hear your opinions on it. Um and it's from the premiere. They're short from the premiere. The premiere was the only one they did like a, okay. a two hour premiere. I'll, I'll check it but out. But everything's been an hour, which is basically 42 minutes with yes. commercials. And it's bullshit. Yeah. Just thinking about how much money that these queens pour and work that they pour into their looks. It's a lot of money to go on this show because well, you have to bring all your stuff. Drag is expensive. Yeah. It's very expensive to, to do drag. And especially for a show like this where they want you to bring it. Yeah. It's so to have their looks and their storylines be sliced and diced like this, it just makes me sad. I wonder, do they still have um, Untucked happening? They, they do, but Untucked doesn't happen until after the real Friends of WeHo. Oh my God. So it's not even right after the show. Yeah. So you're waiting, you're, who's waiting for that? No, there no was one. This, there was this clip I saw. It was from a, a bar in WeHo that was playing Drag Race. And as soon as um, they couldn't change the channel fast enough, so real friends of WeHo started playing immediately after, and the bar starts booing. <laughs> Have you watched Real Friends of WeHo? No, I've I've only seen like three minutes of it because I'm like, where's the remote? Where's the remote? I gotta I gotta watch an episode. Don't just even to see. Just watch like five minutes of it. I don't right. even want to give them the views. I just I'm curious. I don't look. If I watched it, they would get twenty thousand one viewers. That's how bad that show is. <laughs> yeah. So I don't even think I would help. Uh, too much. It's just. I so, just need to see what it is. It's just so funny because I've never seen a single person say a positive thing or that they're happy that Drag Race is shorter now. Well, and the problem is, it's not even like a conflict for people because they're not interested in this show. Period. They're mad at it. 
they're mad at it, but it's not like we want to support these people too. No. Because they don't want to. No. And Todrick is like, I don't know if he is anymore, but he was a judge and uh, like he would come in and choreograph numbers on Drag Race for yeah. several seasons. So they weren't even able to tie that in to get people on board. And well, they're clearly trying to piggyback off of Drag Race for an audience. Right. And no one wants it. Right. What a fail. It's such a huge fail. I would la- I need I need like a documentary on the making of this show and why it's happening. <laughs> I do too. And I want to see these producers just baffled at why it's not working. Oh, people are livid. I mean, every week it's like people, at least on Twitter, um, are livid. Because people don't like hijinks. Yeah. People don't like when you're forcing them to watch something they don't want to watch. Right. They might have tried it out if you just put it after a regular drag race episode. Right. But when they feel like you're cheating them out of what they want and then putting Untucked after to force you to possibly watch it, people don't like that. No. They really don't. And like, uh, what a fuck up. It's- and this is MTV's first yeah. year producing. Yeah. Kind of. I mean, I guess their parent company did, but like, um, Wow. It's such a spectacular fuck up. And one of these guys, wait, one of these guys on WeHo is married to the gay guy from Mean Girls. That's his like claim to fame. I think it's Aaron Samuels from Mean Girls. <laughs> he wasn't gay in Mean Girls. But he's, oh, he, but he's gay IRL. I, in real life. Okay, I always He's not the gay guy in Mean, no, mean no, Girls. No, no, no. Um, that's the name of the guy married to him. I thought it was like Robert Bennett or no, something. No, that's his character's name. That's his character's name. Girls. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm confused. Um, and then it's Todrick, and then it's Brad Gorsick. Yeah, from the Zoe Project. The Rachel <laughs> Zoe. Did you watch the Rachel Zoe? Uh, I mean, I didn't watch it regularly, but I saw it. And then I think he was also a drag race judge in Canada, like a Canada yeah. drag race. And <sighs> then there's like some other influencers that yeah. I didn't know. It's so weird. Yeah. Oh my god. Also another critique I've heard about Friends of Weho is it's like we don't want to see these like wealthy gay guys. We want to see like regular people. Right, cuz they're all kind of influencery and really wealthy. Uh, yeah. And living in these big houses in the hills. That's just such a weird concept. Cuz you're right, it would be interesting seeing like just regular Weho people partying in Weho. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. whatever, because sometimes I have heard like Raja, who won season three Drag Race, will often tell stories of like pre Drag Race days, live, like bartending in oh, WeHo, and these stories are like hilarious. Well, that's like, like all my friends. Yeah, I want to, I want to see some drama at like Cabo Cantina. Right, like, he would tell stories like walking in the alley to his apartment after bartending. Yeah, and getting his dick sucked on the way, or like what. He's like, that's just how it was. Like, I mean, and I was like, that shit is interesting to me. Like, I want to hear about that stuff. I don't want to go to influencer parties and red carpet events. I want to see real life in WeHo. Yeah. If we're going to have a re- WeHo show. Oh, and, it, totally. and it should not be anywhere near cutting in half. And I'm not even like a drag race stan and I'm upset about it. So I, I can't even imagine how people who have faithfully watched this show right. every season... And looking forward to it. Not to mention, of course, the queens themselves who are cast this season. And it's the hijinks of it all. It's the hijinks of it. They tricked us. They're yes. trying to trick us. They are trying and they are failing. So good for them. Good. <laughs> <laughs> um, what'd you eat? Uh, or what do you want to oh. eat? <laughs> I did make um, a Chinese New Year dish. I bought a kit to make it. Yeah, I saw. Our Lunar New Year. Uh, and it was called Tang Yun. Mm-hmm. And it's like these, it's like rice powder, I'm not rice powder, rice flour balls that you stuff with black, sweet black sesame paste. Mm. Black, that paste is good. It's so good. Um, you should buy some of it. Uh, people out there it's really tasty yeah um i love and it was really fun because it's such an unusual dessert that i'm not accustomed to making but i thought it was pretty uh easy you have to do a lot of things like freeze you roll the balls of sesame paste and freeze them Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff um so it was really fun and then i also decided 
my next food project is I want to start learning how to make um, French desserts. So I'm going to start from the the basic stuff and start making things. So I probably should find someone to give it all to. Me. (laughs) (laughs) So I have all this stuff I'm going to make. I'm going to try to make homemade lady fingers. Wow. Because that's the basis of a lot of French desserts. Like that shoe pastry? Is that shoe pastry? No, it's like a sponge cake. Okay. So you're piping it out. Yeah. It's an egg white risen uh, thing. It's not, you don't have any leavening or whatever. And then there's like various creams, molded things like a Charlotte. I'm going to get you that. Then you have to do all these things like um, make candied almonds and pulverize them. Mm. And that's like a sprinkle that you put in things. Um, So I'm excited. Learn some techniques. Yeah. and, And not eat it all and give it to people. That sounds good. But I also, I need to get some molds and stuff. Yeah. Like those pretty like French molds. Because you know Bavarian cream? Have you ever made it? Yeah. (laughs) So that's like one thing I want to try to make. And it's like more complicated. So it's going to be, I'm going to be whipping a lot of egg whites. Give it to me. Okay. I want to, yeah, I want to learn how to do it. So I'm going through like the basic steps and then the things get more and more complicated. Are you going to eventually like laminate shit? Like make croissant? Oh. Like make your own puff pastry? I want to... I do want to make chocolate croissants eventually. Yeah. But I'm like, I need a marble countertop. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and I need a freezer drawer. Yeah. You know how they always just yes. put it in their freezer drawer? It's, it's so like, easy. Oh. It's like, I was like, I probably made fun of those, but now I want a freezer drawer. Right. Because it seems so easy to just lay out a flat thing. Because when you have the like vertically long freezer... It's not the right shape. It's not the right you shape. You can't put things in there no. and roll them out. It's not wide enough. So I do want to make uh, croissants one day. We should do it here because you have a good counter for it. That's true. I have, a but big you don't counter. have a good uh, freezer. No, for it. I have the. <laughs> I have a tall. I have a tall freezer. You have that's the side narrow. by side. You have the side by side. Yeah, but we have the good countertops. Here. Yeah, we'll figure it out. But I do want to try. We'll just remove everything from my freezer. <laughs> yes, that's true. Um, we'll figure it out. But yeah, I mean, that will be fun. The trouble will be keeping the cats away. We'll have the footprints. God, they're so... Oh, my <laughs> cats have been so bad this week. So I haven't had anything too interesting to eat, but I have been reading my French cookbooks. I like reading cookbooks. Me too. So I've been reading those. Um, yeah, I don't know. I have been looking at a lot of menus of food Me of restaurants. Me so too. Maybe hopefully we can do something soon. I mean, that's all I've been doing. I'm already planning like my birthday dinner, which is like two months away. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking two months away, but I'm like, I'm, I'm hungry. I want to eat. My thing I do lately too is when I'm watching a reality show, I, I look up the menu where they are mm. and I'm like, what would I get? I've, <laughs> I've done that too. It's really sad. Because the restaurants are always kind of like not great. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so, but it's interesting, especially when it's not in an area They're that like, I'm from. They're not great, but they have like a clubby environment. It's a good filming place. Yeah. And they're always kind of empty because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they get people out or what. Right. But yeah, I want to, yeah, I want to develop my cooking skills or baking skills and try harder things. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll see. I didn't eat anything interesting this week, unfortunately. But everyone in our um, Discord group has been posting interesting food. I love that. I love seeing what people are cooking up. Or me too. Eating. It makes that makes me hungry and want to try different things because we have people cooking up some very complicated, more complicated dishes. I would say, yeah. Like pierogies. The pierogi dish sent me over the edge. I want those pierogies. They looked so good. I love pierogies. Is there a good pierogi place in LA? We got to find one. Yeah. They're so yum. That's like the other day where I was like, I'm craving blintzes. Who can deliver blintzes to my house? You know, Trader Joe's has frozen ones that are pretty good. Yeah. For a, if you have a blintz craving. Now, I also noticed that um, I think Vaselka sells on Gold Belly. We could get an overnight. Ooh. We could get an overnight of some pierogies and they're really good soups. Yeah. Just for a splurge. <laughs> I got to I gotta find my Nana's blintz recipe. I have it somewhere in, in the house. But oh, yeah. I've, I've never made her recipe for blintzes before. So that's probably like a crepe type dough, like a thin, yeah. spongy, yeah. and then like farmer's cheese. And now I'm like, well, I need a crepe pan. I have a crepe pan. Okay, bring it over. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, I have a crepe pan. <laughs> well, you know, that's the thing with cooking. Get the You get the right pans and tools, yeah. and that's half of the battle. Like, yes. Because that crepe pan, when I got that, I was like, oh, this is so easy. <laughs> but up yeah. until that, it was like the hardest thing ever to flip things. Right. And now you're like amazed how easy it is to do make Do you have crepes. the little like scraper spatula thing that goes under it? Like what do you use? No, it doesn't stick. Wow. It's like that type of metal. It's not, it doesn't have the nonstick on it, but it's just that metal. Yes. It's like, it's a real crepe pan. Um, in fact, when I've stupidly put butter on it, it actually sticks then. Really? So it's like the key is to not do anything and it does not stick. It's so easy. It's, it's kind that's, of like unbelievable. That's incredible. They're cheap. You should just get one. Okay. Their crepes are yummy and I've, I think they're healthy. <laughs> <laughs> They're so thin. Yeah, How could they you, not be? But what do you put on them? Well, I put Nutella, Nutella and, and strawberries. That's protein and fruit. <laughs> <laughs> you could probably do something. What's like a savory crepe? Like salmon. Oh, I oh like salmon and like a cream cheese or like a scallion. Smoke, a smoked salmon crepe. Fuck. Where can I get that right now? That's what I want for lunch. That sounds good. I want that right now. And there's like a chicken. Like no, a, I don't want chicken in my crepes. Get that fucking out of here. But that is a thing people sell. Yeah. It's a creamy chicken. I'm sure they do, but I want smoked salmon. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't think I typically have uh, savory crepes. They're like a dessert t- thing for me. I, like I have always wanted crepe Suzette. Yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> because so 70s. just because you know. Yeah. You know I've thought of this my whole life. I know, me crepe too. Crepe Suzette. It's really good. You got to flambe it. I got to have it sans alcohol though. But you can do the orange juice and sugar. Yeah. Because that's basically what it is. Yeah. Put some zest in there. Put some zest <laughs> for a little bitterness. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so. that's it. But we do have a Discord that's accessible through our Patreon. If you're a Patreon subscriber, patreon.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. And you can chat with us. We're chat there. with us. And I wanted to mention that we have a bitch slap subgroup there because people have been wanting to talk about that so that is accessible on the patreon as well yes it's the best place to talk about the show and you should listen to the show yeah we desi and i do another podcast called bitch slap all one word and we recap nighttime soaps and we're currently doing melrose place yes and we're getting into the juicy era yeah super juice yeah um i think that's it that's it by, oh, should we mention our mer- merch store? We got a merch store. If you want to buy Hollywood Crime Scene merch, just go to HollywoodCrimeScene.com. I've been seeing a lot of people in their dumb bitch hats, and it's really cute. We got to get ours. Yeah. Um, I'm really proud of people who are buying the dumb bitch hats. It's Yeah. I love them. Yeah. Those are mommy's favorites. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, great. Goodbye. Bye. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.